contrast to those on the red Saturn. One read, Put Christ Back into Christmas. The other, Abortion, Murder of the Innocent. The SUV driver kept banging on his horn for another block. South of White Sox Park at 35th Street, traffic again jammed up. Creeping along now, checking his dashboard clock, Doyle tapped the steering wheel impatiently. He hated being late for anything, much less a new job. A little rim of sweat began to invade the top of his forehead. Nearing 57th Street, the SUV stopped suddenly. Doyle was ready for it this time, but he heard the sound of metal on metal from in front of him. He must have bumped the red car, Doyle said to himself. Almost immediately, Doyle saw the Saturn pull off onto the left shoulder. Its rear end looked as if it had been sledgehammered. The SUV followed the Saturn, horn blasting away again. Doyle swore aloud as he saw the SUV driver fling open his door. Uh Uh-oh, Doyle said. He started his own hazard lights flashing and eased the Accord onto the shoulder back of the SUV. He didn't like the looks of this. Doyle saw the driver of the SUV lumber down from his perch. He was a medium-tall, overweight white man, about Doyle's age, wearing khaki wash pants, a white sweatshirt declaring him to be a Bob Jones U parent, and a look of rage— Even his spiky black buzz cut seemed to be a tingle. He moved toward the red Saturn, out of which stepped a short, slim young woman. She had on a tan sweater, brown slacks, and a look of bafflement on her pale face. Before he'd gotten his door completely open, Doyle could hear the fat man berating her in a voice that carried over the now-resumed Dan Ryan traffic flow. "'Bitch! Why'd you stop that little tin can right in front of me?' Fat Man bellowed. "'Shouldn't be allowed on the road the way you drive!' The young woman bristled, color returning to her face. She said, "'If you knew how to handle that big, ugly gas-guzzler, you wouldn't have rammed into me. You were following too closely. What were you thinking?' Doyle walked up to where the two were standing now, face to face, Fat Man's complexion having taken on a Heinz 57 hue. He looked like he was either going to slap or belly-bump the young woman. Doyle stepped between them. Fat Man startled, snarled, "'Who the hell are you?' At just under six feet, Doyle was taller than Fat Man, who looked like a one-time high school tackle who had extensively padded his frame with Krispy Kremes, Whoppers, and Long Necks in the ensuing years. His gut stretched the size Triple X white sweatshirt. His meaty hands were bunched into fists. Doyle spoke loud enough to be heard over the whooshing sound of passing vehicles. "'Listen up, Orca. Never mind who I am. Just back off until you can get a sheriff's patrol over here to sort this out. You got a cell phone?' It took Fat Man several seconds to process what Doyle had said. Then he lunged forward and threw a wild right hand that Doyle dodged easily, the Fat Man stumbling past him after his miss. "'You don't want to be doing this,' Doyle warned. "'Now just calm down and you two can get this straightened out.' He glanced at the young woman just as Fat Man let go with another right cross. This one missed by only a couple of inches as Doyle pivoted and ducked. Doyle said— Mister, you know where you are here. You're out of your goddamn element. Fat Man swore loudly. He was starting to get a little bit out of breath already, but his rage propelled him forward again. Doyle sighed, looked resignedly at the young woman, and shrugged. How did this nitwit get any of his progeny into a university? He said to her, before turning back to face the onrushing Fat Man. I don't want to break a knuckle on that bowling ball head, Doyle thought, as he got up on the balls of his feet. Seeing Doyle with his fists up, jaw tucked into his left shoulder, shuffling toward him, Fat Man momentarily hesitated. 
Doyle threw a stiff jab that turned Fat Man's nose sideways, then paused for a second before letting go with a lazy right hand designed to draw attention. Fat Man lifted his hands to protect his face. Doyle stepped in close to Fat Man and quickly hammered three left hooks under the right rib cage, the preferred target area of Doyle's favorite fighter, Julio Cesar Chavez, the Mexican champion renowned for his punishing kidney punches. Doyle's fist dug wrist-deep into the layers of flab. Fat Man let out a girlish scream as he fell onto his side. There was the sound of a distant siren. Doyle said to the wide-eyed young woman, He won't bother you. The cops are on their way. I'm out of here. She looked almost as stunned as the fallen Fat Man. She backed away from Doyle. Are you a boxer? Doyle smiled.